Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's up, everybody? You are listening to another episode of Life in English. I'm your host... Tony Kazen. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about the idea of working with yourself or working for yourself. I've been reading some business books lately and listening to a lot of podcasts about business. And one thing I've found is that a lot of the best advice about business can be applied to any area of your life, be it learning a language or making friends or getting a better job. And one of the podcasts I follow is called The Bigger Pockets Business Podcast. I recently listened to an episode with a man named Josh Kaufman, the author of the book, The Personal MBA. It's a book that will help you master business without going to business school. Now, in the podcast episode, Josh talks about his book and explains some of the most important things we need to consider when starting a business. But I found that a lot of his advice could be useful to you, even if you don't plan on starting a business. So I'm going to share a clip from that episode with you, then talk about some points that I think would be interesting for you to consider. Now, if you'd like to read a transcript of the episode, read all the new and useful vocabulary you'll be exposed to, and hear the full episode from the Bigger Pockets business podcast, you can visit lifeinenglish.net slash ep55. That's lifeinenglish.net slash ep55. So, first I'm going to play the audio clip from the Bigger Pockets podcast. Then I'll get into my personal thoughts about what was said. Now, don't feel bad if you can't understand everything that's being said in the clip, okay? The people will be speaking pretty clearly, but they might use many words and expressions that you've never heard before. But again, you can always visit lifeinenglish.net to read the transcript, vocabulary, and explanations at any time, all right? So... Let's get started. Okay, so you have a chapter in the book, and I love this because this is something we didn't talk about much in business school, uh, and that we don't talk about enough in general. Uh, the chapter is called Working With Yourself, um, and it's, it's a lot about mindset. 
Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot about, in fact, you have a, a whole chapter on the human mind also in mindset, but then you have a, a chapter on working with yourself and kind of uh, knowing yourself. And so between those two chapters, there's a lot of discussion about more less, I, I guess, less hard topics. Um, They're they're not equations. It's more, again, it's about mindset. It's about um, understanding how people work, how their minds work, both your customers um, and your own. So can you talk to us a little bit about the importance of that topic and and maybe why isn't that covered more in business school and, and, and other places? I have no idea because it's so important. I mean, it's businesses are run by and for people. Um, and, and particularly as, as entrepreneurs or as investors, we are the instrument that we use to get everything done. If we're not operating in, in an efficient, effective way, the business doesn't have much of a chance because we are the driving force behind it. And so, and then in the broader sense, um, psychology and communication and cognitive bias, like the, the ways that our brains tend to systematically malfunction in certain predictable ways. All of those things are really important in helping you make make good decisions, avoid making dumb mistakes or preventable mistakes, communicate with other people, uh, persuade and convince other people, be they customers or um, or investors, uh, to see the world the way that we see it or to value the things that we value. All of those things are fundamentally cognitive psychology, both on, on the applied and the behavioral sense. Like, if we don't understand how humans operate, we're at a distinct disadvantage when it comes to people who do. Um, this, this was something that I, I really, really internalized in, in my, uh, my CPG career, particularly the, the, on the product development side. Like, I would go to people's houses and watch them mopping their floors. And it, it sounds weird. Like, why would this big company send a highly paid individual to do something as mundane as that? And it's because watching people do what they do gives you insights about how they are approaching this particular problem that you wouldn't get any other way. Like, you have to watch them. Um, there's a famous story in, in, in the company, um, one of the defining moments of the company in, in many respects. Um, so, so Procter & Gamble makes Tide laundry detergent. And uh, there, was, there was somebody uh, several decades prior uh, who was doing the same thing that, that my job was at the time. They were in somebody's house and they were watching a, a middle-aged woman do her laundry. And at that time, laundry detergent was in you know, the big box of powder and you got a big scoop and you scooped it out and then you put it in the washing machine. This was before liquid detergent. And so the researcher who was trained as an anthropologist was watching this lady because she turned on, the, turned on the, the washing machine to let the water run. She would scoop the detergent in and then she would sit there for a little bit, like 30, 45 seconds. And she's just, she's waiting. She's not doing anything. And then she would swish her hand around in the bottom of, of the, the laundry machine. And the researcher was like, well, let me stop you for a moment. Like, what are you doing? She's like, well, you have to swish it around or it doesn't dissolve. Now, the scientists at Procter & Gamble make really darn sure that that laundry detergent resolves. That is not a functional issue. It was a psychological issue of this, this person not necessarily trusting a process that she, that she can't see. And so it was 
that insight, watching somebody actually doing the thing that they're trying to do, that led to the development of liquid laundry detergent, which is now a multi-billion dollar a year category. And so it's that kind of thing, like understanding how people are perceiving the world, understanding how they are orienting themselves to the problems that they are facing, and then using that insight to say, okay, I think there's a, there's a psychological need here. There's something that might be beneficial or worthwhile. Those become the opportunities that exist in the world that other people don't see yet because they're not paying attention to how people are thinking and how people are behaving. All right, y'all. Now, like I said before, do not feel bad if you couldn't understand everything that was being said because I was listening to the audio clip at the same time that you were. And um, I do. I realized that they were speaking, you know, a little bit fast. Uh, the words were starting to blend together at times. And again, they use many words or phrases I imagine you've never heard before, but that's okay. Just visit the website, read the transcript, read the explanations of the vocabulary, and it will become super clear. All right. But now I would like to take some time. I don't know how much time, hopefully not too much time, to uh, kind of go a little bit deeper into some really good points that he made during this audio clip. So the first one is that businesses are run or operated by and for people. Now, this is something that is really easy to forget, you know, but if you have a job, you're involved in business on some level, even if you're not the boss, the CEO, the manager, you're still involved in business. And it doesn't matter if you're providing a service or selling a product, you will always be working with and or for other people. Now, there are probably hundreds of books, podcasts, online courses, university degrees based on the subject of business and these complex marketing strategies. But one thing that I believe will always be true is the goal of business is to provide value and not to make money. Because if you don't provide some kind of value, you won't make very much money, right? So you have to know what people value. You have to know what satisfies your customers, which at the end of the day are just people like you and me. A second point I kind of just wanted to comment on is if we aren't efficient and effective, our business doesn't have much of a chance. Now, although I'm going to elaborate some more on Josh's points about understanding people and business, I think the most important point he made was that it's extremely important that we understand ourselves. It's important to know if you're the type of person that's cut out or naturally prepared for running a business. You should know what things you're good at and enjoy doing and the things you struggle with or hate doing. Are you a disciplined person? Are you emotionally stable? How do you deal with extreme stress and unforeseen issues? I'm not saying you should learn everything about yourself before you consider starting a business or starting anything else in life. But I am saying you should take some time to understand how your mind works and what you're currently capable of before you start something. Okay. All right. The next point I wanted to touch on or uh, discuss or go a bit deeper into is the idea that we need to study psychology, communication and cognitive bias. All right. Studying these things will help you make good decisions, avoid making mistakes and communicate with and persuade other people. Right. That was the point that Josh made 
uh, during that audio clip. So the question is, how do you learn how your mind works? What about other people's minds? Again, you study psychology, communication, and cognitive bias, right? Human beings are so unique and yet so similar in the strangest of ways, man. We all have minds which are just products of our environments, right? In other words, the people we become are heavily influenced by the world around us and the things that happen to us. So understanding how people's minds work or how to tailor or customize or personalize your communication style based on the situation or the person and the illogical patterns of thinking that we adopt is crucial to success in anything you do. Because like it or not, you need people. And there was a time when I really didn't believe this fact, you know. There was a time when I really believed, like, I don't need anybody to do anything, you know. Uh, but if you think about it long enough and deeply enough, you'll see it's not true. Now, I'm not just talking about business. I'm talking about in life, you know, in general. If you want to get anything done, you need to be able to work well with other people, you know, but not everyone, of course. Hopefully that makes sense. So the next point that I wanted to touch on was if we don't understand people, we will always be at a disadvantage. That was the point that Josh made in the audio clip. Now, this point is basically a continuation of the last one, right? In business and in life, the only ones who truly, or I should say that again, in business and in life, the ones who truly understand people and know how to work with them are the ones that will always find success. Again, I'm not talking about being a people pleaser. And a people pleaser is a person who has an emotional need or necessity to please other people often at the expense of his or her own needs and desires, right? So I'm not talking about being a people pleaser. I'm just saying that understanding human psychology, understanding what makes people tick, understanding what motivates or worries or interests the person you're talking to will help you have many more positive interactions and success. For example, this is true when you're uh, trying to find a language partner, right? I'm trying to take what I'm saying and apply it to something that actually is meaningful to you. So let's say you're trying to find a language partner and let's say you sent 50 messages to 50 different people and none of them are responding and you just can't figure out why. Well, understanding psychology, communication and cognitive bias could be really useful here. All right. Are you sending messages to men or women? This could determine your approach. Where are these men or women from? Is their culture and the way they interact with people different from yours? Are these kind are these the kind of men or women that just want attention and aren't really interested in a language exchange? Are these the kind of men or women that are just looking for some kind of long-distance relationship or a sex partner? Perhaps they simply are tired of receiving messages from people who are lazy in their communication and have nothing to talk about. Perhaps they're tired of receiving sexual messages every day and they assume you're just another person with the same intentions. That's a cognitive bias. The point is that understanding and preparing for these types of things can really improve your chance of success. 
Now, maybe that's not the best example or even the best explanation of my example, but the point is the same. Understanding psychology, the way people's brains tick and operate and, you know, the way uh, a situation or an environment or a predetermined assumption in somebody's mind can completely change the interaction you have with somebody and the success you have in that interaction. That's the point. So hopefully that makes sense. The next point I wanted to touch on was watching people do what they do will teach you a lot about the way they think and approach particular situations. Now, Josh told the story about how liquid laundry detergent became a billion dollar industry, all because they invested the time into understanding the way their customers thought and what their customers problems were. I thought that story was fascinating, man. There's a lot of insight in that story. Now, I'd like to give you another example with the same message. One thing I learned after reading the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, by Robert T. Kiyosaki. uh, And I really recommend that book. You should check it out. Amazing book. Changed my life. But anyway, one thing I learned after reading that book is that the difference between a rich person and a poor person is not how much money they have, but what they do with their money. Now, most of us think about being rich in terms of how much money is in a bank account or the size of our house or the types of clothes we wear or the food that we eat, etc. It's generally a material thing. That, however, is a poor person's way of thinking. But let me get back to the actual point. If you want to know what's important to someone or how someone thinks, you should simply observe their thought process and their approach to a particular situation. So going back to the idea of wealth and poverty, or being rich or being poor, if you want to know how rich a person is, just pay close attention to what they do with their money. What do they spend it on? How much are they saving? How much are they investing? What would they do if they won $10,000 in the lottery? It's easy to talk, but watching people do what they do will give you a better understanding of what they really believe, you know? All right, so the next and last point I wanted to touch on was that businesses are simply groups of people that solve problems. This is the last thing I'd like you to consider. Um, Because at the end of the day, businesses are simply groups of people that are solving a particular problem and being paid for it. Yeah, I just repeated myself. I realized that. I'm just reading what I wrote And I didn't realize that I wrote the same thing twice. But anyway, let me just restate the point because I kind of fucked that part up. But I'm not going to stop recording and do that again because I'm lazy. So (laughs) businesses are simply groups of people trying to solve a problem and they get paid to solve that problem. At the end of the day, that's to me, that's what a business actually is. So you need transportation, right? Let's say that's your problem. You can call Uber. Or call a taxi or buy a car. Problem solved. You need food. We've got a grocery store. You don't want to go to the grocery store? Then we'll deliver the food to your house. Problem solved. Right? You want to learn English? Call Tony Kazen. He's got you. Right? When you stop and think about it, every business you can think of is simply has simply identified a problem that nobody else was fixing and then decided to fix it. So once you get a better understanding, 
or once you get better at understanding the way people think and what their biggest problems are, you might find out that you have a business idea just waiting to be capitalized on or taken advantage of. But again, this isn't just true in business, but in anything you're trying to accomplish with a group of people. Problem solvers will never have a problem making money. But in a broader sense, right, in the bigger picture, they will never have a problem getting what they really want. You see what I'm saying? All right. So that's it for this episode, my friend. Hopefully you found it interesting or insightful in some way. And hopefully you have some new ideas to consider. All right. Uh, If you want to listen to the entire podcast episode that I got, that I got, (laughs) that I got these audio clips from, you can go to biggerpockets.com slash bizshow71. That's biggerpockets.com slash B-I-Z. S-H-O-W-7-1. I'm not being paid to promote this podcast or anything like that, but I'm using a clip from their podcast episode, so I'd like to at least give you a way to go consume their content instead of just stealing it and using it for my own purposes, all right? That's all it is. So uh, if you want to check out the whole episode, you want to learn more about Bigger Pockets, you can check out their website. That will also be in the show notes of this episode. Again, lifeinenglish.net slash e p five five and if you enjoy the show man if you if you like the life in english podcast please share it with your friends family anybody else interested in learning english or just hearing uh me talk about different ideas and stuff like that man it would really help out also you can leave reviews for the show on apple podcasts or stitcher i don't know anywhere you listen to the podcast please leave a review telling other people what you think about the show that would uh, help out a lot but again That is it for this episode, my friend. If you've made it to the end, I'd like to thank you for your time and your attention. I hope you enjoyed the show. This is the Life in English podcast. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen, and I'll talk to you later. Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.